Hello, I am back, and welcome to The Art of Existing, formerly known as Wild Creative, RIP. Um, I mean, I'm still going to keep up all the Wild Creative episodes of season one and two, so they're not going anywhere, but yes, that that iteration of this podcast is officially over and done with. Um, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I It was a great start for podcasting for me. The fact I even started a podcast at all is pretty out of my comfort zone. So, um, and yeah, I was bound to not get it right the first time because that is just classic me. But this time, I I feel really good about this. I feel really good about the art of existing as a title, as a as a brand, as a theme. It's uh, specific enough that you you kind of you know kind of right away what I'm talking about, but also general enough that it could really be about anything. Um, and that's kind of what I like. I don't like to be boxed in too much, but I do want to have a direction of some sort. So I think it's the best of both worlds, and I'm excited for this um, this podcast and for you to hear all about what I have coming up. So this is just an intro episode, and just to kind of explain why did I choose this particular title, what can you expect going forward, and just a few other things that I've been up to and that you could check out if you're interested in. So yes, the art of existing. Well, I guess I'll start with why I chose that title. So it really encompasses all of the things that I want to talk about um, and in terms of like our the state of our existence. And that could be things like self-improvement, spirituality, wellness, like psychology, like everything. It just includes, it's a big umbrella. So I feel, and, and those are things I want to talk about because those are experiences that I've had that I feel I want to share. Whether or not anybody listens or not is, you know, I can't control that. But it's more so for me on a personal level, this is um, it's just like an outlet for me that I want to have to share these thoughts and and things and whatnot. I'm so articulate, clearly. Um, but it's so on. So I guess what I'm saying is the reason number one that I chose that title is because it's just an all encompassing title that reflects a lot of the topics that I want to talk about personally. But then on a bigger level, on a more universal level. Um, I do feel that existing has really become an art these days. And maybe it's always been that way, and this is nothing new, but um, it wasn't like that for me always. Like I, I, it's There's a lot more nuance to being alive than I thought there was. Not that I ever thought there was nuance in the first place. Like It's just, I don't know, it's like a weird realization to have, I guess, about the fact that, oh, I am alive oh shit, like, I can like do things about that. Um, It's, yeah, so it's, because for me, the first, you know, 25 years of my life were very passive, pretty stagnant, um, very disconnected, um, and not maybe necessarily every second of like all, all of that time. There was definitely, I've had ups and downs and I've, I've had really good moments. I have good memories. I have, I've had good experiences. I'm not saying it's all been total shit or anything like that, but it's like one of those things where you just know at the core that it's like, just ain't it. It's like something else is missing, except for me for the longest time, I like didn't even have that much awareness to know that much. 
like to to even have the awareness that something was missing I kind of just felt like again very passive very much like well things will happen when they happen things happen to me I don't make things happen like things just kind of life is just life and you just kind of go through it and that's what it is and like just not really thinking much for myself or not just like a total lack of self-awareness most of the time and um, I don't know I've just found that in my mid-20s and onwards pretty much since 2020 actually um, that that's like totally not the case and um, I I do feel that being alive just existing it really is kind of like a craft that you have to hone and it's something you have to like actively practice too and like be consistent with and show up to uh, until you can get it to a point where it is second nature and you're not you know floating through life just like zoning out or um feeling like shit all the time so yeah that's that's the kind of larger reason that i chose the title uh the art of existing because i i do think people can relate to that uh hopefully and that being said um my this is this everything i talk about on this show is pretty much going to be stemming from my personal experience and my own opinions um and that doesn't mean it's right or that it matters much to ev- like everybody like it's not going to be for everyone um you know whatever that's fine but um uh and i will and i will mostly be uh referring to western society in north america because that's where i live and that's that's what i know and i can't really speak for the rest of the world in terms of you know existence and what other people are doing in other cultures for self-development personal development um hopefully that's something i'll more so like discover in life as i get to travel more hopefully and um but yeah i i guess what i'm saying is i'm i'm aware of the fact that this is very much just my own ramblings and my own thoughts and my own personal experiences and my own uh north american life like it's uh it's and that's not it's not universal. North America is not universal, even though I, I know it likes to think of itself as the center of the universe, uh, especially America. Uh, I'm in Canada, so, um, but I know that it's not, and I'm aware of that, so I don't want you to think that I'm speaking universally across all cultures and societies, but I think on like a human existence level like the fact that uh, just like a humanity level I think a lot of us can relate to this idea of the art of existing regardless of where you are in the world and what culture you've come from so that's kind of I guess the third reason I chose it is because I do feel it can tie together a lot of um, walks of life and you don't have to necessarily be from one place over the versus another Um, and this all this rambling makes me think of the quote by uh wade davis he was an well he is i think he's still yeah he's alive he's an anthropologist um and i remember listening to one of his lectures once and one thing he he said a lot of things that stood out to me but one of them that i'll never forget is about this question you know what does it mean to be human that's like the big question of anthropology and he specifically was talking about language at the time in the lecture and in 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 response to that question, what does it mean to be human? Seven thousand voices answered back. By that, he's talking about the fact that there's so many different languages in the world, and every single language that exists or has ever existed encompasses 
an entire worldview. Um, so this is kind of tying in a little bit to the Sapir-Whorf hypothesis, which is about the fact that language, depending what language you know and what words you know, that like shapes your worldview, essentially. Um, and uh, anyway, so I'm kind of getting, getting on a tangent here, but the idea behind the quote in relation to the, the art of existing is that I'm kind of answering that question, what does it mean to be human, in my own, in my own little way, as one of the 7,000, you know, several hundred thousand or whatever voices and people and billions of people that are out there. So I, I'm, I'm just one of the many uh, possible answers for what does it mean to be human and what does it mean to exist as a human. Um, and this is very much, like the art of existing is very much an anthropological query um it's it it's encouraged hope, hopefully it encourages you to be your own anthropologist of your own life of your own self because if you think about anthropology it would literally means the study of humans we as anthropologists study the existence of humans through time and through space and through archaeology and through biology and evolution and culturally linguistically it is the study of the existence of humans. And so, um, and I'm also not talking just, you know, mentally, physically, in terms of uh, like health and wellness, um, or emotionally or spiritually, but also geographically and temporally, like through time. So like your ancestry, like not, so not just who you are on a microcosm level in your own world, in your own mind, in your own feelings and stuff, but and your own beliefs, but also on a macrocosm level, who are you and where are you in regards to the rest of the world geographically? And are you are you from the land that you are currently on? And and if not, you know, what is your ancestry? Where where do you come from? Like it's it's about your existence in relation to that aspect as well. So um and I do have a degree in anthropology, and so maybe I'll finally be kind of using it for for once through this through this show. So, yeah, I just think anthropology is super interesting, and it's one of the most valuable social sciences out there, and we can learn a lot from it. So this show really does take that kind of anthropological like viewpoint on existing. Um. What else can I say? So, and and to go along with that, I think another reason I wanted to, to tackle things from this point of view, this this art of existing lens, is because I do find also that we, our existence means we are often fighting with our with our own existence. Like we're kind of going against the grain of what comes up in our life, rather than like moving through conflict, moving through contrast, moving through hard times like we kind of resist because we want to we want to be happy all the time we want to feel good all the time we want to we don't we don't want to necessarily face hard truths so there's like this kind of resistant act to the fact that we exist it's like I don't want to I don't want to it's like yeah I want to live I want to be happy I want to do all these things but only if it's good and only if it's like amazing and makes me feel good but it's but that's like only one half of life right it's there is suffering there's always going to be suffering there's always going to be trauma there's always going to be hurt and pain um for everyone everyone 
Um, so I think existing is the art of existing is also about not resisting, learning how to uh, not resist our fight against the fact that we do exist. <laughs> so I don't know if you've ever heard the quote. Um, I forget. I don't know who said it. I can't remember, but something like we are all spiritual beings having a human experience. And I think that's really relevant here because with that, with with existing as a human, there comes this animalistic nature, this this survival and fear, right? Like it's uh it's it's this like need to feel safe because on a physical level you like great harm can come to you and and not just physically but like emotionally too. Um, but as at our most basic like animal instinct level, one of our greatest like instincts is to survive and and remain safe at all times. And so with that, of course, comes a fear, a fear of the world around you because you're always wondering where's the next thing gonna jump out at me in life and fuck everything up and and or attack me and make me feel wounded or or whatever, or hurt, or what What am I going to lose next? So there's always this kind of like, you know, trying, like peeking around the corner type thing where it's like, what, what's coming, what's coming down the road this time? And um, I think that's our animal human side kind of taking over. But I do think that we also are spiritual beings, um, whether or not you believe that or, you know, whatever, that's like to each their own. And the only reason I can really say that now is because I have had experiences for for myself that uh, makes that true for me like I was not a spiritual person growing up at all um, even though I felt really drawn to the occult and witchcraft and spirituality I didn't really know what to do about that so I just like ignored it for a really long time and then I started having experiences and things that it kind of a, it was kind of like a, a way in for me to start fostering beliefs of spirituality and now I'm probably one of the most <laughs> woo-woo type of people that you could meet um even though I don't really like that term woo-woo but yeah so I feel like I'm way off on a tangent here once again um but yes I do think that we are spiritual beings having this human this very human experience and that it is a balance and it is a fight, but it doesn't have to be all the time like that, that resistance. So uh, anyway, that all relates to the art of existing. Um, and I do think that, you know, a lot of times we, well, at least for me, life has felt very static and not as dynamic as I wanted it to, as I, as I have wanted it to be. And that's for various reasons, all sorts of different reasons, but um, now I'm at a point where I'm kind of like, you know, I don't want that. I don't want to be just static all the time and wondering like, what am I supposed to do? I, like I want to be dynamic. I am a, I am a dynamic person. I'm always changing. I'm always evolving, um, faster, I think than most people. Um, I'm not saying that in like a braggy type type of way. I just mean that I bounce around a lot from different things which I used to think was a bad thing and that it meant like, oh, I have no sense of commitment or, um, you know, can't carry a task through or whatever. Um, and there's more I could say about that too. But really, it's, it's honestly just my nature, like to be this changeable 
uh, in life. Anyway, I feel like, again, I'm getting on a tangent. <laughs> but yeah, I, so this, the, the speed at which we exist is what I'm talking about here. Static versus dynamic. Um, I'm not talking about like living fast so that you like get to your death faster. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about living like a full embodied life where it's dynamic. You feel alive as much as the experiences that you are having. Um, and it, it doesn't feel like life's passing you by because sometimes I feel like the more static you are, the more nothing happens, the faster life goes by. Like you, have you ever woken up one day and been like, oh my God, that was a year ago that I did X, Y, Z. It's like, what have I even done in the past year? It's like, oh shit. Um, so you know what, you know what I mean? We've all had that moment where it's kind of like, I can't believe it's already been a year since that happened or two years or whatever. And I feel like those moments happen a lot. Well, it either happens because you were so static and life, like, and you were just existing in this kind of bubble that, yeah, time just like went through you. Or you were living such a full, amazing life that time passed by quickly. So I feel like, and maybe that's not true for everybody, but in my experience, I think I think time does move fast in general, but you can either do it in such a way where it's like, oh shit, like, I don't even know what happened during that time because I didn't do anything or, oh wow, that was an amazing year. Like I did so many things and I can't believe it's already been a year. So it's like two very different modes of moving through life. So that's kind of also um, relevant to the art of existing. Um, and overall, I do think we are living in a time where people want more than what they're told they should or could have. By that, I just mean like, I, I think we're kind of fed up with being fed uh, different things and limitations and all that sort of thing. Like, I think a lot of us are seeking out a more DIY approach to self-help, like therapists and counselors maybe haven't helped as much as they could, they could have. Um, and that's not true for everybody, of course. There's definitely people who need counseling and need therapy and go to it all the time and it's great for them and that's awesome but I'm for me personally I have found that therapists and counselors have helped the least in terms of my development and self-development and growth and that kind of thing um but again I like I said that's not going to be the same for everyone but I my point is that I do think we are kind of collectively coming into this time period where it's becoming more acceptable to go down the path of self-help, um, whether that means you go to therapy or you like go on your own personal journey on your own. Um, it doesn't really matter. And so I think the art of existing is hopefully timely in that regard. And I'm obviously not like the first person to think this, think up this idea. There's so many self-help podcasts out there. There's so many self-help um you know, content out there and all, the, all that kind of stuff. So this is not new by any means, but it is my own take on it. And that's what's new. It's, it's, I'm finally kind of just putting myself out there and I'm adding to the conversation. Um, it's, you know, the conversation has been started a long time ago on self-help, but I'm, I'm just adding my own new uh, facet to it in the myriad of other facets that already exist. And I don't know if anybody will hear me, but here I am. So, um, And going along with that, speaking about putting myself out there, I do want to be more vulnerable 
in life and that will show up in this in the form of this podcast too so I will talk uh, about you know past personal experiences and be quite honest with you about different things Um, so like some of the things I'm going to talk about will be things like like even relationships and dating um uh, creativity will still factor into this it was a big theme on wild creative and it still will be on this podcast um more wellness um psychology spirituality anthropology creative writing um that's yeah that I'll I'll be working that in more so than I have before um and yeah just like Oh, and astrology. Astrology is gonna factor quite heavily into the into my life from now on, as like a reference point because um, I've been studying it for the past three months, pretty, you know, fairly rigor rigorously, I would say, and I I've just like fallen in love with astrology. So it it is gonna be a big uh, one of the pillar kind of things that I often reference in episodes. Um, witchcraft and magic and just like living a more magical life. So it's just going to be like a hodgepodge of things. Um, and again, these are all just my own experiences. Um, it certainly won't resonate with any, everybody, but that's fine. So yeah, those are some of the things you can expect to see on the podcast going forward. And I did just come off of, well, actually today is the last day of my 30-day challenge that I was doing in April where I was only allowed to consume slow products and not fast products. So things like uh, online, like social media, like watching really short clips on YouTube and social media mostly, um, and also binging TV shows. Although I did, I did do that, which I will get into another episode about that, but I only did it with one show. Um, but Anyway, so the 30-day challenge that if you were listening to the last episode was something I like briefly mentioned. Um, I was, I've been offline the past month off of social media and I haven't like looked at anything in any kind of feed, any sort of an Instagram feed or Facebook feed. I haven't watched any reels or any, any of those short, quick videos that you find everywhere these days. I haven't um, watched, well, I've mostly have not watched or binged any TV shows except for one. I, instead, I've been watching or I've been consuming slower products, so reading, uh, books, podcasts, um, movies, and uh, yeah, and just trying to live more offline, I guess, what was the point of this challenge. Um, and then I was also, the, the other kind of like other half of the challenge was to uh, create three at least three times as much as what I consume. And that was kind of actually a huge struggle for me, which I'm going to I'm going to do a whole other episode on this kind of debriefing you on like how the challenge went and what happened and all these things. Um but for now I'm just I'm just kind of giving you an, an intro. So that's what I've been doing the last 30 days. But there has been a lot of awesome stuff that has come out of this challenge that I really can't wait to share with you and hopefully you'll find that interesting and useful. Um and so a few other things that you can look forward to apart from that episode is I did start a YouTube channel. I have not done vlogging or anything on YouTube for like 10 years and it is so awkward. <laughs> Actually, it's not that bad, but it's just like it's just like weird to see yourself online. So anyway, I have a YouTube channel now. I think if you just go to youtube.com slash at 
Emma Kavetna, as in like the at symbol. I don't know why I have to have the at symbol in there. It wouldn't let me get rid of it, but I guess that's my handle on YouTube is at Emma Kavetna. I'll put the link in the show notes. So if you if you want to look at that, there's one video up there. It's like not it's not that great, but like whatever. I I'm just I'm trying to embody this mindset of just doing things and not thinking about it too much because I'm way too good at thinking myself out of things. So it was just something I kind of did yesterday and vlogged and edited it. And before I knew it, I had put it up on YouTube. So there you go. Um, anyway, so that there's so there will be visual content in future. I'm actually thinking of putting a lot of my podcast episodes on YouTube as well. So like filming myself while I'm recording the podcast episode and then releasing it on both YouTube as a video and on like podcast apps as a podcast, obviously. Um just to cover all the bases. And another thing you can look forward to if you care at all about anything I do or say is my website. I redid my whole website. It looks so much better. It I just love how it looks. It's it's so much more me and yeah, I'm just ex- I'm super excited about it. So, in fact, it may already be live already if if it's if it is the link will be in the show notes. Um and also, tomorrow, which is May 1st, I'm starting a new challenge. It's a 14-day challenge to create a strict routine every day. So basically mapping out all of my time, um, accounting for all of my time, and then following that schedule exactly as I have laid it out as best as I can. In fact, that's what the ep- episode on YouTube is about. The one video that I have done so far is about me prepping for that challenge. So it's just me making the schedule that I'm going to do. Um, and the big reason that I want to do this is because, well, actually, this is a whole other episode as well. <laughs> it's a it's based on astrology. And I kind of had this like epiphany about some things and um anyway I just realized that I need more restructure in my life more routine if I want to make headway on my creative projects so this routine that I'm going to do it really prioritizes um that creative aspect like actually scheduling in time to write and actually scheduling time to work on creating content and all these other things and not just only doing work-related stuff, which is good because obviously you need to make a living, you have clients, you need to do the things, that's fine. But I would always find I have this downtime and I don't know what to do with it and then I overthink and I waste the time and blah, blah, blah. So And then I feel bad because I haven't worked on my book or whatever. So it's just this like structureless vibe that I've kind of had and it's always been a struggle for me to do a routine. So anyway, this is a 14-day challenge to do that and... um. Yeah, I'm excited for it. It starts tomorrow at 7.30 a.m., which is going to be, well, that's a whole hour earlier than I usually get up. So that'll be fun. And I will be vlogging the whole challenge. So eventually there will be a video on YouTube of that as well. Next weekend, I'm going to, I'm going on a little mini writing retreat to work on my book um, to get it finished so I can send it to my editor so then I can finalize it and get it published in July is what I'm aiming for. So that's exciting. So I'm going to do a vlog for that as well. So yeah, there's just a lot more content coming up. And it's the purpose of doing that is not so much to 
serve other people and like give you something you want to see because I have no idea what you want to see. I have no idea if anybody listens or cares or, or anything. It's honestly more so to just prove to myself that like I have things that are worth putting out there. And I I I feel accomplished when I create. I really do. And creating these these things, these episodes, these this content, books, whatever, really does feed my soul and makes me feel more present and more myself. So that's what this challenge, this routine, 14 day challenge is really about is like establishing that structure and seeing if it works for me in terms of like create uh, productivity around my creative projects. So yes, that is what's coming up. Um, I think I've finally exhausted all the things that I can think of to say for this intro episode. I would love to hear from you if you have any thoughts. Um, please, I would if you do like what you're hearing or you think you're going to look like looking forward to what's coming, I would love if you left a review, a five-star review and and or some thoughts on, like in your review. You don't have to leave a written part. You can just do the five-star rating or whatever. If you don't like it, you know, please don't rate it then. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's all I have to say. I will stop talking now. Thank you for listening this far and I look forward to sharing the art of existing with you in future.